See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hey, and we're back. Show 157. Of? Slow Robot A Go-Go. And what is that? It's a B-movie review podcast where we talk all about wonderful movies. Well, that's quite a novel uh, idea. And yeah. who are you? <laughs> I'm Mao, and who might you be? I am Dr. Morbius. Yes, from Parts Unknown. Wow, and we are together... The Slow Robot of Go-Go. We are the Slow Robot Crew. Review team. Thing. Yes, people. All right. So, rate and review the show if you do listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher. It would take you a second and help us out a lot. And you can also find all of our wonderful musings at bunchofdorks.com. There you can uh, click on three different buttons. The top one is Slow Robot Go-Go. Middle one is... Two Dimension Comic Book Podcast with no direction. Two Dimension Podcast, yes. Comic books. And the bottom one is Bunch of Dorks, the longest-running podcast in the history of the Internet in which we talk about dumbness and play music. And, and, And... And are angry yes. occasionally. And if you yeah, and if you like my stupid voice, then you can also listen to us often on uh, the indie circuit. That's a Radio St. Pete exclusive show that we do. And now uh, you've been you've been hanging out with me for for yes, the last couple of weeks, and it's, it's gone a lot better. It's quite the it's quite the fun little podcast. Yes, with it some is. Good, so, some groovy so, music for yeah, you. Yeah, groovy music. So that's a uh, that's at radiosaintpete.com. You can uh, find it there in the archive section. It's uh, it's called the Indie Circuit with Mao. That's me, and now it's with Mao and, and Doctor Morbius mostly. Sure. And, uh, and yeah. Of, and and of, what uh, else do we got going on? I just started up a new uh, podcast. Not oh, a podcast. Yeah, I just started up a new blog. So if you want to go look at stuff, I don't know. Whatever. I don't even know how long that fad's oh, gonna I gotta last. I got to ask you a question about it. Did you have you posted any new things? Yeah, on the last blog? two. Did you get that warning about nudity from a blogger? No. What nudity? Oh, dude, this is really weird. Yeah. On blogger, when I go in to put a new post, I got like on the top it says, "Please read this new uh, 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 oh, rules on post." Oh, it might have been there. I just deleted it. I didn't. I don't it's read like, that it's crap. Like, it's you like know. text on the top, and then you, and then you want to read more about it. You go here, and it goes. If they see like some like uh, sexually offensive nudity or whatever on it, they're gonna turn your uh, blog into um, private, and only your pals will be able to go. Oh on well, it. this is a hot rod. Zig blog. Heil. Yeah, this is a hot Google rod blogger. Zig so, Heil. Uh, it, so it doesn't even matter. Like I'll I'll never have nudity or that thing. It's well, just you know, a, there are like like you know, hot rod hot. Chicks with like not much clothes on. Not on my, uh, not on my blog. Not yet, anyway. If I wanted viewers, I would do that, but I don't. (laughs) I don't. I want to remain obscure and no one to know even said that it's there. So you know, no. So go to um the wannabe hot rodder dot blogspot dot com, and there you're gonna find. You you can read all about someone who wishes he had a hot rod but doesn't. Well, one day you get squirreling away money and 
Getting what his hopes dream, and dreams dashed every The hell time. with the hot ride. You should get one of those rail dragsters and just go down the street in front of you where everybody's <laughs> dragging every time I come by. I'll get a rail job like the mongoose or something. Yeah, yeah, know? man. Yeah, Don Perdon. And then what was the other one? The, the snake. snake and the mongoose. One of them was a woman. Don, Cha- no, Don Perdon was the snake. And Cha-Cha Muldowney. Shirley Cha-Cha <laughs> Muldowney. Shirley Muldowney. She, she wasn't either of those, Oh, though. she wasn't? No. Uh, was she the? No, never mind. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Anyway. So, so yeah. So do those. Now, what do you got going on? You have a lot of stuff going on. Destination Nightmare, my comic book plot, blog, comic book scans, and all that good stuff. And yeah, but you uh, actually have people that read it. I would hope so. Yeah. But I'm like, you know, I I I kind of like got a little bit when I read that nudity thing. I was gonna put a, a old fanzine. On there, and it did have some naughty, naked, nude pictures on, and I kind of felt like eh. I don't know. I kind of felt weird. They like, weren't I, singling you out. I, I edited just it. the internet. It's who cares? It's Bastards. Stupid crap. Anyway, yeah. So I got that, and and other things. And, uh, oh, and the creature feature. Yeah. Oh my god, how can we forget? We just did Voice of the Planet of Prehistoric Women. Yeah, full, we'll our first full-length movie, and then we have another one coming up soon. Coming up that uh, has something to do with something <laughs> Crap, you, that you did all the editing. About. All we got to do is have a couple clean takes, and I'll just drop them in. I might be able to do it while you're here. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you edited it down. I'm just going to cut it open and drop yeah, our stuff I got, I got 13 already. Oh, my we have God. A whole, we almost a whole season. You got to <laughs> slow down, dude. I don't know what you're doing, but slow down. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I'm obsessed. Okay. <laughs> I'm well. insane. That's why I'm Dr. Morbius. Okay, well, that's good that we're going to be ramping up production. But, no, we're not uh, going to be ramping up production. I'm just doing them for the hell of it. Oh, well, we it's should. It's a learning experience. No, we should, actually. to be honest with you. We're going to. Oh, I mean, we'll if see. you're if you're handing them over already edited. No, no. Dude, no. we're just filming them and dropping no, them in. No, because be... you can change whatever you want on it. Because you might go now or yeah. Or eh, yeah. I'm kind of not like that. No. I'm, I'm, I'm a loosey-goosey, man. This, if we were making money, if we were on like El Rey or something like that, yes, I would care about every single frame. Yeah. This is just a YouTube channel on the internet. Who gives a sh- crap? I, no one cares about anything on the internet. So that's just true. throw it out in the hell with it. Uh-huh. You you know, and that's, point. that's why I'm kind of real just, man, we can experiment with whatever we want. Who cares? You got a point. You got a point there. We'll we're making money? Yeah, then we're both going to be tightening our crap up. But other than that, who cares? You know. But Yeah, we'll see. Hopefully that damn, supposedly in the next day or two, I should be getting that crate of tapes. That's exciting. Oh, gosh, yeah. 20... 63-minute Sony HD tapes. I'm like, yeah. Nice. Yep. All right, man. I've been using the beg, borrowed, and steal stolen uh, tapes. Everything we've been doing is beg, borrowed, and stolen. <laughs> Welcome to the world of indie mu- indie uh, video. This is total bootleg Yep, city, it's all man. indie. Like, yeah, half of the tapes I'm using have, like, old interviews and stuff from the, the what used to be a creative services oh department at, at the Widget Factory and shit. Oh well, taping over that. Like, who cares? Uh, just, nice. Good, good, good speech. See thanks, ya. Thanks for throwing that away and thanks for me seeing it. That's amazing. Uh, what we're doing with nothing. Uh, that's okay. Alright. Wait, what are we here for? This, is, this isn't the uh, self-promo hour. No, we've been promoting for about an hour already. <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. Did you, uh, uh, did, did you watch? Yeah, what did I, what I didn't watch anything. I watched, you know, this is this is a problem with getting old. I kind of watched something the other day, but I forgot what it was. It was that it was that great. You wow! Know? It was uh-huh. like uh, I can't remember right now. You know, it was like Monday, and I just forgot. You know, again, it was kind of like nothing, nothing really exciting. So it was probably forgettable. I mean, and one of the things that ha- that has been happening because normally I have a nice long list. I don't have time anymore. Yeah. I really have been regimented with going to the gym every morning. That's good. And then uh, then I get home and I do something else. Like I work on the garage. I've been really chis- chiseling that away, that project. So I have these projects all over. 
so and then and I just don't have time to watch movies anymore, and it's and that's horrible in one way. It's good that I'm doing active stuff and you know working on things, but man, gotta have some movie time too. I think this weekend's gonna have some movie time. Yeah, sure. so, I mean, you know, it's always fun to watch some crappy movie or a good movie every once in a while, you know, which any is rare. Movie. I want to watch movie. any movie, yeah, or a TV. It's been show. two weeks, man. It's been two weeks since I watched a movie. I've been just doing the ones for the show, of course. But other than that, I haven't watched it. I haven't oh, sat down and watched the movie. Oh, I forgot to bring bubble gum. I have to do it. I have to do it when I come no back in a couple of days. I gotta, yeah. You got to remind me. Yeah, I had it on the stick. All right. I well, I guess uh, since neither of us can have watched anything, and you can, or you haven't remember, you can't, can't remember, remember what it was. It was, that, it was we're gonna go to a Oh wait a minute. Wait 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 wait. What was it? It was a music thing. Wait a minute. I'm jogging my memory. What was it? It was a music thing, and I can't remember right now. So let's okay. just do some. Right, trailer stuff. break. We'll be right back. Hey, Peter, man. Check out Channel 9. Check out this chick. Damn it. Lawrence, can't you just pretend like we can't hear each other through the wall? Oh, sorry, man. And over there or something? No, but if you want to talk to me, just come over. Personating an officer. Assisting arrest. Fraud. Book him. Okay, Sheriff. What do you want from me? I want you to get inside the Petrovita organization and tear it up. How'd you know I was looking for something? I didn't. Close down everything and get out, or one morning you are gonna wake up dead. There's plenty for both of us. There's no both of us. There's just me. You know, we've been trying to get somebody inside for over a year, but there's a big leak somewhere. That's why no one but me will know about you. Nobody. Let him know that nothing is safe. This must be what they mean by poetic justice. It's your turn. You kill anybody? Yeah. You want names and addresses? Twisted desires. Oh, please. Don't do this to me. The Girl Snatchers. Cold, hard steel binding soft, warm flesh. Their chained bodies unleashing a torrent of desire. Remove these chains and you'll see how much of a woman I am. Young girls turned from virgins to tramps by the terrifying secret of the Room of Chains. The Girl Snatchers. Rated R. I came here. Get up! Get up! Prosecutor, why you think you done it? Okay, number one, your honor. Just look at him. <laughs> he talks like a fine too. <laughs> and B, we've got all this like evidence of how like this guy didn't even pay at the hospital, and I heard that he doesn't even have his tattoo. I know, and I'm off. You gotta be shitting me. But check this out, man. Judge should be like guilty. Peace. The girl snatchers. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. They don't make them like that anymore. And there's a reason they don't make them like that anymore. That's right, yeah. they can't. They don't have the ability. <laughs> oh, that, that's true. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, somebody, 
you know, you know, there is an interesting thing that we have to talk about, and that we can talk about on BOD, but we'll, 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 maybe we can. I'm just, I just came to my mind right now. Uh, my friend in Miami knows a guy who makes B movies here in Tampa. Why are we not starring in them? Yeah, why are we interviewing the guy? But at any rate, that's for another. That's a topic for another discussion. Or whatever. all right, let's but, shake him down and let's get on some of them. Yeah, things. I'll send you the links to the guy. Let's do a Doc and Clown walk on one of his B movies. They'd be like, <laughs> yeah, "Who are you?" They'd be like, "We're starring in this now. Get out of the way." Yeah, this is our movie. Hawk and Clown, you know. Hawk and Clown a horrible production. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So what do we, what's the first one? Let's do yours first. All right, let's do The Night Stalker. So you you picked, you, you picked The Night Stalker, which is, uh, the, what's the guy's name? Kolchak. Well, Kolchak, but I mean, what's the the actor's name? Darren McGavin. Darren McGavin Darren from McGavin. Christmas Story fame. Yeah, that was a movie that everybody knows him from, but Darren yeah. McGavin was around for a while. He did a lot of television. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I started learning a little bit more about him. Like yeah, he's he was great. just a Christmas story dad to me. I he's, didn't know. He's great, man. He's got. He's got that. He is like. There's no other actor could play Kolchak. He's just like nailed that thing. No, That's him. You know. Because he's slightly grating and obnoxious, but not over the top that you hate him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You he's know. got a charm to him. Or whatever, <laughs> yeah, he does. He's, but he's full of himself. Like you know, and he's like, uh, you know, this was a movie that came out in '72, and it became like the biggest. TV movie of the week ever at that point because they've only been going on oh, for a year. So this, is, this is one of those when I was in school and the next day every kid in school was like, "Oh, did you see the Night Stalker? Oh my God, what a cool movie!" Boy, that, that was that was the car in my world. Do the Camaro? No, 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 the car that that black. Oh, the car, evil yeah, car. yeah, yeah. There you go. That, yeah. that thing when that came out, people were like. Kids yeah. talking about that. I think I was in third grade or fourth grade. Something yeah, like that, that's you know. it. Yeah, it was like the they had the water cooler. You know, when you're in the office. But back yeah. then, it was like you know the milk crates. You, <laughs> you stood around the milk crates. You they know, stood around the milk crate. Yeah, and you went, oh, who's that on there? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but yeah, 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 yeah. That was this was a classic uh, TV movie of the week. It was the it now. Was, did this parlay into like a series or? Yes, mo- it did. This was a series, that and didn't then last it, only lasted one season. It didn't hit big, but uh, it did parlay. It, it parlayed into a sequel called The Night Strangler that came out a year later. I saw the posters because I go out and get the uh, artwork for our blog and all that mm. kind of stuff right away. Whenever we pick them, as, I'm, as they're downloading, I kind of go find the images and yank them into a folder and stuff like that. Just so I have prep ready. And uh, yeah, I saw that and I was like, well, that's weird. And then I, and I also saw some of the pictures and I was like, Wait, so this is like a detective vampire story? It was very odd. Yeah, this is interesting. This is a this is this was a good. Uh, it, 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 it's a mashup of like numerous it, things of a detective story, of a crime writer, and of a of a monster. Story, yeah, basically, a, yeah, you know, yeah, horror film. This you know? th- this was produced by Dan Kirst, the guy who did Dark Shadows. Mm-hmm. Right after the Dark Shadows. Oh, like that that sir that, that original series. Yeah, the the soap opera. He did a couple of movies. Yeah. You know, Night of Dark Shadows, House of Dark Shadows, and then. After that, he started working for ABC, doing like horror stuff for them. He did this movie, The Night Strangler, TV friendly. Nor Norless stuff, Tapes was a uh, Dan Curtis see, joint. It reminds you of it, doesn't it? It did because when I turned this on, I was like, "Didn't we do this already?" And I couldn't remember the name of that one yeah, that we did. Norless tapes, the Norless yeah, Tapes, because it was that whole framing yeah. device of the of the listening to a recording. That's exactly the right. Same framing device, and you're like, "Okay, so wait a minute." You know, because we start off Deja with... Deja vu. Yeah, we start all over again. Yeah, so we, yeah. So we start with, like, you know, the, the guy from Christmas Story sitting, looking all rough, sitting yeah. in a hotel. And he turns on a tape, and you're like, wait, what is this? I've seen this before. Yeah, I've seen he, it before, yeah. He had a bit of a gimmick, you know, but yeah. the Norlis tapes was after. This was the original one. I actually like the Norlis tapes. I, I like, did too. I like that framing device, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's a good gimmick. It you kind of forget it's even there unless they kind of fade in and out. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, the Norris tapes went in and out of the tapes. Yeah. 
where this, this one is just beginning. It's just it's, it's just the uh, the intro and the intro are just this frame the tape listening to a tape framing device and you go completely into the story through the middle part. Yeah, yeah, no, which that's is, it exactly. Uh, which yeah. is good and it's interesting. Um, you know, it's just one of those things that's kind of neat. It's different. And that's nice. It's different. You know, you know, it's it's different not distracting. Idea. It's not distracting different. It's just a little bit of a tweak. A little bit, something a little bit different, and it's kind of cool. This was based on actually an unpublished novel that some producer read, and he gave it to Dan Curtis. He said, hey, this is a good idea. Maybe we can get somebody to you know, adapt it for the screen. <laughs> and then they got Richard Matheson, who's one of the greatest writers ever, who wrote... You know, The Last Man on Earth. He wrote, like, oh. the, the Incredible Shrinking Man. He wrote a bunch of the Twilight Zone So he's episodes. got real chops, yeah. So I they, knew the name, and yeah. I don't know why I even know the name. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So they got they got one of the big boys of the genre to, to write it or whatever. Punch it up. Yeah, or take it, yeah, take the idea it, and fix adapt it, adapt it, it yeah. make it. Turn yeah. it into, like, a, a you know, like a 75-minute movie or whatever. And then I think they waited until the when the movie hit. Then they waited and then they released a novel and then it became like a big novel or whatever. But it wasn't even released at that point. Somebody just saw it because they saw the, you know, some guy, the guy Jeff Rice, I think his name was, was sending it around and a producer saw it and he goes like, hey, this would be a cool movie. They gave it to Dan Curtis and he was like, yeah, let's do it. You That's know? cool. That's neat, you know. Back then, you could do stuff like that. More so, more, more so that kind of stuff would happen, you know? Because it was like they were struggling for new ideas because Movie of the Week was a new idea, you know? They were competing with, like, the, the theatrical. Nobody had really done... They would, they would make a movie to TV occasionally, but this was like every week would be a mm. different movie mm. or whatever. And back then... They had like the downbeat endings and they had oh, that, yeah. that 70s vibe, you know, like after the Vietnam War, everybody was kind of like down and everything was cynical. So this fits in with it the It wasn't time. so bubblegum and st- like every No, like, no. We've hit a real bad stretch where everything, sure. it's so predictable, it's it's, it's laughable, you know, oh, yeah. with the, the star driving off in the sunset with the girl that, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, come on, you know... The, Life isn't like that, and why won't why doesn't Hollywood ever own up to the reality of of things? You know, I get it that movies are an escape, yeah. but yeah. come on, man. Because there's no people like Dan Curtis around anymore. That's you why know? I love Japanese cinema. They don't care. They do. There whatever. ain't no ending that's gonna be no. <laughs> like. There's sometimes it's the happy ending, but sometimes that's, that's not a guarantee, man. It could be whatever it wants, and you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, so so this was like the first big movie of the week that hit. And then after that, like a bunch of people started watching more often. And all these ABC movie of the weeks, they, they, a lot of them had downbeat endings. They were they were talking yeah. about weird End of the world. And, uh, end of Vampires the world. killing we, people. We watched The Love War, the one uh-huh. with, the, you know. the uh-huh. And that had a downbeat ending, too. So there's a lot of that. But that any, was an awesome ending. I love that ending, man. But anyway, the Darren McGavin is, is, is Kolchak. You know, you got the beautiful um, Carol Lindley as his blonde girlfriend who's like a stripper or something or a dancer or something like that because they say they always allude to she's working at night at the casinos and stuff oh, no, like no, that. No, no, no. She's just a, a blackjack dealer. Oh, was she a blackjack yeah. dealer? I thought she was a dancer no. or something like that. No, she was, she was beautiful. Oh, she was so what, pretty, What man. was she? Did she, she do anything She was else? best known as in, uh, she was in The Poseidon Adventure among other things. Oh. She was well, she was, she did a lot of movies in the 70s and 80s but yeah, she was, she was, Poseidon Adventure was the biggest movie that well, I That's a movie I in. watched way too many times in my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every time it was on, I would watch it. I don't even know why. I didn't even. I didn't hate it, but so what? Like it was one of those things where you're like, okay. And huh? two actors that remind me of each other, 
Vincenzo, the newspaper guy, and Claude Aikens, the sheriff or whatever, oh, yeah. they just remind me of each other. And when they're in the movie, I get, oh, my God, Claude Aikens, aren't they the same guy? A little bit of a different, Boy, you know? Wait till our next movie. Yeah. Because those two square jaws that are like the, the captain and the, and the co-pilot, I can't tell, I couldn't tell them apart. For most of the movie, well, you, know, you know the co-pilot, whatever his name, Rapey, Rapey McRaperson, and I'm he's, like, he's the incredible. That was the incredible shrinking man. I I couldn't tell them apart once they got into those jumpsuits, and, and I'm like, and, and Captain ah. is Denny Miller. He just passed away. He was he was one of the the Tarzans, and I was gonna say film. he had to be a surfer. Yeah, he, like, was, he played uh, but, among uh, other things a lot of television. Right, that's for later discussion. But, but what, yeah. you know, this, this has a, this has a, a ton of, of familiar faces. You know, you got Elisha Cake Jr. Uh, the you know the the uh, just uh, anyway let's get to the let's get to the plot before we get too wrapped up in all the uh, yeah and all the people there's a ton of people in here and you can look it up on IB, IMBD and you'll see that you look recognize everybody you know? oh yeah there's a lot of famous faces and I think that that it was back then it was also quite a bit easier to go in and out of TV to movies movies to TV there wasn't like that stigma that I think there kind of is now where, t- that you're either one or the other. They, People they, they do, were, but... It, it was still happening back then, and TV was kind of like a bastion for maybe guys that had had a long career and were on the uh, the tail end of it. All the but, but spaghetti it was, western guys yeah. were famous for it because there was none of that anymore. Like that. But there was a lot of new people coming up and new directors. Like Spielberg started out doing all these and stuff like that. Yeah, so right. like Duel yeah. and, uh, and, and, there the, was a, and there was a couple of other ones that he, that he did um, that were pretty cool too. But yeah, I mean, Darren McGavin was kind of like a TV guy and this was like uh, kind of uh. boosted him up to... You know, he uh, got lucky that he did a Christmas story because he really didn't. He did a few theatrical things, but he was mostly known major. as a as a TV guy. But that kind of took him into the realm of like yeah. you know, uh, never you won't like you said you the Christmas story dad or yeah, whatever. That's you it. Know, always memorable in anything he played. Yeah, I think so. All right, so what what what's what's the deal with this? What is so what anyway? Is this at the movie? beginning, we were talking about it. He starts up. Recite, you know, talking about this strange case that happened to him in Las Vegas about, you know, and, and you're not going to believe it and blah, blah, blah. So then you cut to the story or whatever where he's like, you know, he's just like uh, this goofball reporter for the Las Vegas time. And he's like driving around in his ragtop Camaro, which I'm sure you probably thought was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. And he drives like me. And he drives like an insane lunatic or whatever, you know. And, and he's connected with everybody. He's got the girlfriend, Blackjack Dealer. He's got like, you know, a sheriff that's his buddy. He's got like, you know, everybody everybody hooks him up. So he's got like, you know, the he's got like the whole thing covered and he we works for this of course the gruff newspaper editor a la lou grant or oh something god they like were all that. the same it was all the same guy you know what i mean like they just like roger 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 and just yelling at him and you're horrible and all, just it was the same character and then they just tweaked it a little bit for the the police captain that was demanding his badge and you're just a renegade yeah, and, you know, it's, oh exactly. come on man and he, and and, and cold kind of like you know some kind of pseudo hipster beatnik kind of guy with like the little beat up like fedora you know hat and he all. wears that so weird too. <laughs> I know he's like got it on the side there or it's whatever you know? yeah it's, and then and you know anyway they assign him a case of a murder yeah so, it's a, a, a beautiful woman gets murdered and now now another thing that i want to point out before i forget these two movies in in an in an, in an inadvertent way have a have a relation to the tv show mash 
because I don't know if you noticed it. <laughs> Larry Linville. Larry Linville at the beginning, that weird scene where they're. But anyway, we'll get back. Larry Linville's in, the, and in the second movie. There's a scene in the beginning where there's like a re- the reporters are asking questions of that, and uh-huh. one of them is a Mike Farrell, B.J. Oh Honeycutt. my God! So yes, there is a there is some weird mash kind of like. Larry Linville was a very interesting guy in that he always played the wormy guy. Yeah. He was always kind of like a yeah. snidely, jerky kind of a guy. Yeah. But he seemed when you listen to him talk, he seemed like he was a genuinely funny guy. Mm-hmm. He seemed like he was a good, funny, actual human being. Was was a very nice guy. He just got typecast into like Frank Burns, into Frank Burns, like the Frank wormy Burns. jerk guy, you know. And he was great at I'm it. I'm fairly certain he was a, a sure real was hoot great. to be around, you know. Like he seemed yeah. like he was as funny or funnier than the other two in yeah. re- in real life, you but, know, yeah, from yeah. Mash. But uh, this is this is I think right before Mash or during the first season or something. It yeah, was, it would have been early yeah. on. But anyway, so they fought, they they you know he, he he you know they find some woman laying dead drained of all blood and there's like yeah. a scene where he, i think is it is in the beginning a scene where he grabs her and he throws her around yeah yeah because she's like waiting for a ride and she's yeah, like the hell with it and right. walks so she walks and she's in this is in old vegas which was kind of cool yeah, 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 yeah um and she's walking home and she could take makes a wrong turn guy grabs her chucks her around pretty hard and beats her up pretty yeah, good yeah. and then uh they just find her in a garbage can. Yeah, you know? that was Jesus. weird too. Yeah, you know, it, it's kind of rough for a TV movie. You know, I mean, now they, they, they wouldn't pushing, show it. They're pushing the envelope a little bit. Well, they would day. show it because no, you know what they would. Yeah, they show blood and guts, but they would never show anything like like domestic violence. Yeah, and they don't. They, they're yeah. too PC with that stuff. But then you can show Walking Dead where uh, there's guts coming out and yeah. shit. So we we have very perverse. Sensibilities logic. and morals. There's yeah, Our lo- we're 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 not on. we're not quite right. But this, this is why the world should be more scared of us than they are. But at any rate, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, at any rate, uh, <laughs> so yeah, they show you that. So that scene happens at the beginning, and you 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 kind of see the the monster or the whatever he is, but you don't see him real well. And then, the, like I said, like yeah, like you said, the woman's found in the garbage can, and then the next day he's assigned to the case or whatever, and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll investigate it, and, mm. and then. And then they they cut to oh, but before he gets signed to then after they find her dead they cut to that scene where they're autopsying her yeah and it's from a point of view it's a POV like the, like you're the cadaver you're the cadaver which is really weird it is weird it's and it's very jarring too because it's not um it's not used anywhere else in the movie no it's just this one time I think that the the director said let's try it. See if it he, works. he wanted to see if it would go, and you know, and they did it, and that's where you see three surgeons with the old yeah, style right. caps and the masks on, and you can tell that they're doing the scalpel cuts, and they're like, oh, this is really weird, and he's talking about this stuff, and uh, and so the camera is being operated on in, in in essence, and and it's a very odd point of view, and it's it it works, it works, it's it's because it takes your attention, it, it takes you. your attention, and, it's, and it just gives you like that weird vibe, you know. Yeah. I've never seen that shot before, you no. know. And you see him, it's like, oh, cut open the chest, and you see him doing that, and I'm going like, oh, really? <laughs> okay, you yeah. Know? It kind of brings you in there, but in a odd, quirky, yeah. disturbing way, but not being gross. That's mm. how you can be. That's how you can be kind of disturbing and weird, and not have show anything. It didn't show know? any blood, nothing, you know. So then, then fast forward. Christmas Story Dad goes to the to talk to his friend who is a, a doctor. He lets a few things slip, but nothing major. Enough that he can now be tenacious about his yeah. investigation. Because what, what you've come to find out is Christmas Dad was fired from the big city, so he's stuck in this little right. town, this little town of Vegas. And you're like, uh-huh. Yeah, this little town of Vegas. Uh, and, and then 
and he's trying to work his way out of this crap hole back to a big city. Sure. He wants to go to L.A., San Francisco, yeah. the Big Apple again, whatever, um, or, or you know Chicago. So he's kind of a very uh, bulldogish type of reporter. Like he he keep going cocky. and keep going and keep going, and he's cocky, you know. Yeah. So he starts meeting with people and getting every little bit of information he can. He meets that one guy who's like a total swinger. Oh yeah. You, you know, I guess in the seventies, like like no mid de- mid middle aged like dad looking people like scored babes all the time apparently um, uh, and they were always drinking scotch too it was very odd yeah and, and that uh, guy and that guy who he talks to is also like connected with the government too he's either like a uh, i don't know if he's the sheriff but he's he's in with the big boys or whatever and he's right and there's more murders going on and he starts spilling the beans about stuff to him or whatever you know and he kind of warns them too you know to be a said, little, yeah be careful this isn't this like, isn't like your typical you know case or whatever you know and so, that's kind of cool yeah. So, uh-huh. but he and he's got connections everywhere, you know. So he's like, you know, the typical old beat reporter or whatever. Yeah. So at any rate, the the murder count starts, you know, Ramping rising. Up a little bit. And everyone is the same. Found, woman found with no all the blood drained. Yeah, all blood drained, and 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 you know, and then they meet with yeah. So they find one, like two or three more. Yeah. And then Larry and then, Linville holds a press conference, and right. he's he kind of is alluding to like, yeah, this is some kind of weird thing. You know, this he alludes to vampires. Yeah, he's, like, yeah uh, he's like, are you saying it's a vampire? He's like, look, I'm saying an animal or something with sharp teeth is draining blood from people. You and know, there's saliva. There's human saliva. Yeah, in so it's not it. like a dog. You know, and then and that's when Kolchak throws it out, and then they're like, you, you're an idiot. You're a, you're a yeah, rabble you mean, rouser. You mean you know? angry Claude Aiken, the yeah, sheriff. Oh my know? God! And they hate him. He was Sheriff Lobo, by the way. Yes, he was. <laughs> sheriff Lobo. So yeah. Sheriff Lobo and the freaking. Uh, and the editor, like everyone, hates Kolchak. Yeah, and it, and you kind of from being kicked out of New York and blah blah blah, you, you kind of get the feeling yeah. he, everyone he always stepped hates. on a lot of toes and he pissed people off yep. or whatever. He's a yeah. rebel, man. You he's can't a, be reeled in, man. Yeah, he's a he's 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 a he's a, he's a loose cannon or whatever yep. the word is. Or so whatever. he'll say something recorded, and all the people go, rabble, 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 rabble. you know, everyone gets all angry and yelling around and everything like that. Yeah, so. and, even, and even the mayor or whoever the guy is warns him about like yeah. you know getting a little too mouthy because they basically what you find out in this is they don't want people to find out because they don't want to lose business. Yeah, tourism. So yeah. people are getting killed by this serial killer or whatever the hell he is, but they don't want to spill the beans because they don't want to lose tourism. Right. What, nice. What, what a juxtaposition to now. Now they would publicize it more so people yeah. would go there. Yeah. And if they did catch the vampire, he would be a nightly show that they would like poke with sticks with garlic or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So whatever. Yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, they're walking out and it's just Kolchak and the and the mayor of Vi- of Las Vegas and he's like, you know, might want to back off. Yeah. It'll be good for your health. Yeah, exactly. Kind of saying, like, this is still the day and age when people go out and break kneecaps for money. Exactly. So yeah. you might want to back off a little bit. Yeah. I was uh, like, you know, okay. But well. of course he doesn't. And then he keeps going. And they, how did they find, they find the guy because they got pictures of him. Well, before that, he gets tipped off by like a doctor saying, hey, Kolchak, I got a tip for you, man. Yeah. Our, 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 our um, hospital was robbed of blood. Like somebody right. robbed the blood, and he goes, "What?" And not not a certain type, all of the blood. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's not like anemic or a hemophiliac that needs a certain type. It's like all the blood. So there's all this weird stuff going on, or whatever, you know. And yeah, more women are getting killed, and then like uh, somebody's somebody's daughter gets killed, and he gets called to the scene of the crime. And right. it's funny because 
you know, he's at the scene of the crime and he's going to take the pictures and all the cops are there or whatever. And he sees like, you know, a dead body and he goes, you can hear his, his, um, because you, you, a lot of it, a lot of it is his through his thoughts. Exposition, yeah. Exposition or whatever. And he goes, the luscious dead body of so-and-so. And I'm going like, oh, this dude is fucked up, uh, man. Yeah. This poor like, girl is dead, like, you know. Huh. And then he says something to one of the cops and the cop goes, hey, Kolchak, that's those people's daughter, okay? Don't start up with the, you know, take it easy or whatever, you know. So he's like, okay. So he goes and interviews the parents, and they talk about, and then they find out they saw the guy. Yeah. And there's a picture now of. Now him. they have this guy. Now there's yeah. like a drawing of him or whatever. Yeah. And uh, did they print it in the newspaper? I'm not sure. No, they, they wouldn't. Now. They wouldn't put it on. And they they put a picture of the dead body, and they airbrushed out the fang marks. Yeah. Okay. Like so, there's this kind of this cover up going on, and he was the only one that knew it for real. And then like um, but then they catch then this dumbass goes in and robs another blood bank. But this, yes. this this crew is a little bit more uppity. So yes. this isn't just a waltz in, take the blood and go. There's a couple nurses there that like to fight. So yeah. they're like knocking this guy around and he's knocking them back. Like he yeah, pushes, yeah. he throws one out of a window, yeah, like yeah, classic yeah, yeah. window chuck, you know. But it's one of those things where they're like, they're not letting this guy go. And right. he's get trying to get out of there. So the cops show up and yeah. Kolchak shows up because he just drives wherever he wants. Um, well, no, he's got like a police band. Yeah, he has, a, yeah, he has, he has a, police a police scanner, band, so he yeah. just goes wherever he hears it. Yeah, and which I, from what I understand, was very true to life. A lot okay. of those guys did, especially right. the night guys. They just they did. Okay, yeah. so he shows up and he's taking pictures wildly, which those pictures would be worth nothing. Yeah, but, right. And he wasn't even like he was just like aiming. He was like Austin Powers. Look, I'm not even. I don't even have any film. It's crazy. Yeah. So he's taking pictures, and this 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 vampire guy is chucking people around. He's, like, there's cop car. This is a great action scene in that, like, there's co- cop motorcycles crashing. People are shooting wildly at this guy. He's throwing people around. And he just takes off. And he's shot at it, and he's not stopping. Yeah, him, he's you know? been shot numerous times, and nothing, you know. And now Kolchak has a picture of him, though. He got a picture dead on of his face. Yeah, 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 right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was this the scene where like he runs through the pool or is that No, later? no, that's a different that's a secondary okay. one. All right. So okay. then this is the one that prompts that then they have this big conference. That's right. Cuz okay. they figure out who this guy is and he's like turns out Kolchek was right, but we're not going to talk about that because that would hurt business. And then they they mention some name called Janos Pro Pro Sanjano something or other. Yeah, and they go through this guy's history where he was around since the 1800s. Yeah. He's 70 years old. This guy's a you know he's wanted for murder in every place he's ever yeah, been exactly, the same yeah. type so they like so they he, even insinuate he was in Nazi Germany during the war like yep. people was like getting dead bodies and sucking the blood out of them so boy and really if you could creepy. turn a vampire to your side for a war man that's a big game changer <laughs> yeah. just throw that dude down in the ne- enemy like just push him out of a plane you'd be like well have at it bro. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So they they're telling you his whole story. So you're like, oh, this is really weird. But they tell, of course, they tell Kolchak's got his recorder there, like oh, like know. your like your thing. But yours is a more modern version of a yeah. Kolchak I'm the, I'm the new Kolchak. Yeah, you're the new Kolchak. I, I should yeah. just start going to like like um, city meetings and stuff like that, just so, throwing out wild accusations <laughs> and just being like, what would you say about a werewolf running around Clearwater? <laughs> and I'll just put the microphone there and it'd be like, who are you? Who is this guy? <laughs> like, Make sure you wear a straw hat. <laughs> like to the side, they're like, yeah, see, we have some proof, eh? <laughs> you flatfoots can't blind the public anymore. Right, right, right. So, like, they tell him not to say anything, and he's, of course, the same thing happens as he's leaving. You Make sure you don't say it, or we'll, we'll, you'll be run out of this town. Or right, or uh-huh. whatever. And then, and then I think... Pool I think, scene. And then, uh, no, before, I think before the pool scene, after that, he actually... 
there's a scene where he's stalking some woman. Because this is there's this this is an important scene. He's talking to some woman and he's, he's he sees her like in a uh, in like a car park, and she's just standing there looking at. Him. All of a sudden she opens up her car door and she lets the dog out of the car. Remember uh, that scene? And she attacks uh, mm. the the dog attacks um, you know the the vampire right. guy uh. and he just throws the dog away like if he's nothing and he comes at the woman and then he just like attacks her and then that's it. You don't see anything and that's going to be a key scene for like right, later on or right, whatever right, right. you know so at any rate and then like i, I guess somebody fo- sees him at some point and they, tells they that spot his car again. He's, driving, he's driving that big crazy like some big crazy plymouth wagon yeah yeah. and that yeah. They, they descend upon him and then and then that's when kolchak that's does his runs. like cutting across traffic yeah, yeah, and yeah. doing all that crap and, and that's they, where they, 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 they stop him at the pool and they shoot they him. They chase him down at some pool party. Like, or not a pool party, just at a pool. And they go into it. He goes into the... They throw him in the pool. He goes in the pool. He gets knocked out of the pool. They should have done like a Mel Brooks thing where there was like a pool party being filmed for a team blanket party. Yeah. And yeah, then he yeah. comes crashing through onto a movie set. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Like yeah, total yeah. Mel Brooks would have been like doing that, you know. But anyway, sorry. And that's when they start like really shooting at him and yeah, they knock like, him down. Because they were like, oh, maybe we missed him at the other one. Yeah, yeah, but right. But this one was like, no, we shot him. Every cop times. there says we shot him and hit him dead on. Nothing. And and then and Kolchak, that's when he sees that this guy's not human, you know, because then, then they shoot him. There's that one great scene where they shoot him, and he's down, and he gets up, he turns around, and that close-up of his face, and he's got like a bullet hole in his head, and he's just like, ah, yeah. you know. And you're like, uh-oh. Yeah, this is know? still the style of vampire that goes, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And then, like, throws the cape over and flies. Yeah, and remind me, I got a story about the actor who played the vampire. But at any rate, yeah, so he he jumps to gate and he's gone. Mm -hmm. So at this point now, they're all like, okay, this is, like, beyond... And then then I think they cut to a scene where, like, uh, Kolchak is with his girlfriend... And she's she ends up giving him like a book on vampires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, "What is this?" And he's like laughing and all this and that and or whatever. You know, he's looking through it or whatever. So then, I think that happened before. So then, actually, Kolchak realizes this isn't human. They start actually asking him questions about, well, what do you think? And I go yeah. like, well, I got an idea for you, but I don't know if you're going to go with it or not. I think all your officers should be equipped with this. And he shows a cross. A th- big, thick silver cross. And then like a wooden stake it, and a, and a, and and a wooden like, mallet, which I don't think you need a wooden mallet to hit a stake in. Like. And then they're all uh, going like, what? And then finally, I think the mayor actually goes along with it. He, goes, yeah, he yeah. makes a deal. That's right. He makes he goes, a deal. They'll I'll go tell you what. Room, We're going to yeah. do what you say. But if you're wrong... You're done, and get out of here, and you don't ever come back. Town. Exactly, yeah. We don't want to see you again, so it's like, okay. So, at any rate, I think they cut to a scene where he's with his girlfriend at, in, in the Vegas casino again. He sees one of his buddies, this Weasley guy at the crap table called Elisha. His real name is Elisha Cook Jr. He's a great character actor. But he says, hey, hey, Harry, look, here's a picture of this guy. I want you to, you got a lot, you know a lot of people in real estate Real estate, here. yeah. If you ever, like, if you show, show it around and see if anybody knows anybody who sold this guy a oh. house and where it's at. So it been like, uh, would have been all cash, would have been a f- very odd face, you know, so that you know and, him. And, and, of course, Elisha Cook goes, yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on, Kolchak. I, I'm, I, have to, I still have to lose this last, you know, like, game I mean, or whatever. Yeah, this cracks me up because he was like, hey, do you ever think about winning? Yeah, exactly. And the yeah. guy just looked at him all confused. Yeah, of like, course, huh? you know, so he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, you know, I'll do that. You know, so then they cut back or whatever. And then, like, and then, and then, like, when Kolchak is driving, talking, or whatever, he gets a call or something. He goes, like, "Hey, Kolchak, here's the, here's where the house is," 
It's like, you know, some. No, he gets into the back of the... He gets into his car, and you think that, that it's the vampire that comes out of the back of it, but that's it's that right, guy. That's right, that's it. That's the a good scene. The guy pops up out of the back, because you think a, it's the vampire. And that's a great scene, because it's shot like somebody was already in the car You already. knew it was. You, when he got into... The, the way he got into the car, yeah. you knew someone was in there. And yeah. then you see this hand moving, you're like, uh-oh, here comes a vampire. Oh, no, nope, it's the guy... That yeah, knows the, that and he knows, scares him. He yeah. fell asleep in the truck or whatever. Yeah, because this guy's obviously a drunk, you know. And he tells him about the house or whatever, and he goes, "Okay." So Kolchak goes back to the house, gets like, uh, gets like his his, his bag his vampire kit, and then he tells that that his buddy, the uh, the the politician, listen, I'm gonna go there right now. I want you to like wait like another half hour. Wait till daybreak. Wait till daybreak, which is like another half hour. or... An hour, and, and then call the cops afterwards or whatever, you know. So he's going over there, and he goes to the house. And that's a cool scene, because when he goes into the house, this is like in L.A., but it's shot like it's some freaking Victorian haunted house. Oh, there was yeah. like the stained glass windows in there, and everything is like destroyed. Board, boarded up, dilapidated. Boarded up and nasty. Yeah. It's all dark, and a lot of the scenes, except for a couple of them, are like total, there's no music, so it gives you that weird sense that you're like, uh-oh. Yeah. It's too quiet in here. Or You're whatever. a boy You're creeping around a little bit, you know. Yeah, and then he looks through there, and then he opens up the refrigerator, and he sees, like, the blood, and he goes, like, okay, this yeah. got to be him. Yep. And then, yeah, so he's creeping around, and then he finds that girl tied up. up and that was a scene that weirded me out as a kid. That's really effed up. Yeah, whoever came up with that idea of taking a victim and keeping her alive, and keep her alive with, with an IV just so you can drain the blood out of her every night, that is, like, perverted beyond belief or yeah, whatever. Yeah, scary you too, know? you know. That was scary. So he sees her and then like she's like, Ooh, and then he, op- he takes off her and she can't even talk because they've made her up. Like she's all pale and like yep, and anemic emaciated, or whatever. Emaciated. Or emaciated, yeah. And he's like, what's going on? And she's like, she, she's like, oh, I can't talk. So he's trying to, and then he's trying to untie her. And in the meantime, you see the vampire coming back home because it's yeah. daybreak, and he's pulling into the driveway and is like yeah. whatever the car was. Oh yeah, no, it's like a big Plymouth Fury or something. Yeah, some badass old car or whatever. And, yeah, and that's one of the things. Oh, I think it was a Chrysler Newport. Anyway, who cares? And this is the woman. Yeah. By, by the way, this is the woman that he got he, yanked with the he, dog. He, with the dog, yeah. yeah. So he been killing her. He just kind of like kidnapped her or whatever. So then all of a sudden it's like he's untying her and he hears. Yeah, he knows. Yeah, they he both somebody coming in. They both know somebody's there. So he ties her back up and he puts the uh, the the tape on her mouth, but it's not on real tight. And he hides in the closet. Yeah. And he's looking. So you're like at that voyeur thing, but it's not just voyeur. It's voyeur, and it's like, am I gonna die? Impending you know? doom, cause yeah. And Ugh. the va- the vampire like looks around. He's like really slow going into the house or whatever, cause it's kind of like he he looks around like if he's sensing something, you yeah. know. So he goes up into the bedroom and he sees the woman. And he's like, you know, changes, he puts new blood on her or something yeah, like he, that. Yeah, he changes her IV, and you're like, oh. Yeah, exactly. And then Kolchak's seeing all this, and you're seeing it through Kolchak's eyes. And then he leaves the room, the vampire. And then Kolchak sees that he goes, and he's like, and he's like, goes up to the woman, and she's like, she's, he's like getting, he's like, I forgot if he's talking to her or whatever, but she turns her head and her, and her, Tape comes yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It falls off. And he tries to put it back on, but then no, right. he puts it back. He ta- he he puts it back on, but then she's like, she 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 she's sitting there, and he hears him coming. She she points at the door, and the door's opening, and he's like, oh, I gotta go back in the closet. And right, she right, and right. when she went in there, the tape falls off. So then, like the vampire comes in the room, and you know that he knows that the tapes come off, so somebody's there. So Kolchak's in the closet. Yeah, and he and he opens up. Finally, he gets there in there, go. and it's the final fe- scene. Kolchak uses the cross, yeah. pushes him back, you know, 
Then they get down the stairs. Then the then he's he's actually losing to the vampire. Yeah, the vampire actually tricks him because yeah. like, he pushes Kolchak against the wall and the cross falls down. Right. And then Kolchak's like, "What the hell is it?" And he's walking down the stairs. He falls. Oh, he, no, he's, he he walks down the stairs and he falls and he loses the cross and the vampire jumps him. Yeah. And then, but then they're wrestling around. Then the buddy shows up. And two on one, they're still kind of losing, but then they open the window, and then the sun comes in, and he starts to go, ah, like, yeah. oh, my God, the pain. And then they, then they like, then the sunlight comes through the stained glass, so now the, the guy knows he's had it, and Kolchak is, is hammering the, the thing into his chest, killing him. Basically, right. he's beating the, the vampire, and all the cops come kicking in while he's doing this. This is important. Because Kolchak's feeling all great. He types up this whole story, gives it to his editor, he proposes to his girlfriend, yeah. Like, happy, happy, joy, joy. Well, and when he gets there, he gives the story to the to the chief. The chief's, like, being very nice, which yeah. is like, uh-huh, okay. He goes, yeah, go down and see the DA. Yeah, he goes, he goes great job, Kolchak. And Kolchak's like, huh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, like, totally, he's only saying that because he knows he's rid of him. Yeah, right, exactly. So he goes, go down yeah. and see the DA. So then he gets down there, and the DA hands him a arrest warrant saying for murder. Because we saw you kill a guy in cold blood. And even blood. his buddy, the politician's there. Yep, everyone Everybody's turns in on, on it. Yeah. So they kind of walk in and say, so your choice is leave here forever or you're going to be arrested for murder and, and we're going to make it stick. Because they already rewrote his story saying that the police surrounded the thing and killed the guy. Uh, and they hand him his bags and he's like, what about my girlfriend? And he's like, well, she's an undesirable. She, she's yeah. gone. Yeah, they got rid so of he, everybody. He's lost everything. So he, they just so he's driving away. Yeah. In his Corvette or his Camaro, and then that's when you jump back to the framing device. And he and, and on the way there, he said he left with bunch with some money, and he was trying to track down the girlfriend, but he could never find her. Went through the personals yeah, or whatever. So she's her. like, she they, they I don't you know you don't know if she they took they took her to get out of town or what the hell they did. Yeah, they, they don't could know never knows. find her. They never find know? her. So. And that's it. Then it cuts back to scruffy-looking Christmas dad, and he's and he's done with it. He's, he's done, done with, with the book. book. He talks about it. You know, he looks at the camera, and then he gets up, and then as he gets up, no music, just the credits, mm-hmm. and, then, and then and then afterwards, like in usual TV movie, they show you the names of all the actors, yep. yeah, and blah, the blah, end. blah, and the end or whatever. Here's what I wanted to talk about about the actors. Well, first of all, the guy who played the politician was his buddy who turned on at the end. That's Ralph Meeker. That guy actually played Mike Hammer in some of the same, oh, some of those okay. movies in the fifties. He was a classic bad guy. Yeah. He looked way different, but you know. But anyway, the guy who played the vampire, Barry Atwater, was a was an actor. Did a lot of stuff in television through the sixties, through the seventies, or whatever. In the 60s, I mean, I didn't read a lot. I read a little bit because I couldn't find a lot. But I had heard this story before, and I couldn't find a lot. But Anyway, this is innuendo, possible, possible not. He looked different when he started out. Apparently, either through... Apparently, like when he was young, he used a lot of steroids in the early 60s Uh to bulk up. It changed his appearance. And I don't know... They don't know if it was plastic surgery or that acromegalia, which is elephant man disease. But that forehead that he had in the Uh movie, uh that happened for real. That was what he really looked like, you know. They don't know if it was through steroid uses that screwed up his pituitary gland or whatever, but he kind of got freakish in real life. I know that, like, early steroids were much different than what we have now. The stuff that they they make now, I'm not saying, hey, kid, go out and do it. It's not as bad as it was. There's right. th- yes, you will have things go wrong with you because it's inherently changing your your body makeup, but it's not like that anymore. I think that HGH and uh, and all the different proteins, all, all the different stuff that they've made, yeah. steroids are actually fairly safe now. Again, this isn't a hey kids go out and do steroids, no, but no. they're not the same ones. Those ones back there were just 
Hope you don't die. But they don't no, know, yeah. if, they don't so, know if it's steroids, a combination yeah. of steroids, or maybe some plastic surgery to hide the yeah. fact that he was developing like this Frankenstein brow. But it wasn't it wasn't yeah. total makeup. It's really weird. Look up the name Barry Atwater, and you'll see the pictures. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking it's, about. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very weird story, which I didn't know about until like a couple of years ago. But, um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so like I said, this was like a classic uh, This uh, is a very good TV movie. movie. Of the week. Um, I thought it was fun. I liked it a lot. I liked it more than I thought I would. So I'm, I mean, I'm gonna go with like a seven point five. No, know? this one, this one. I mean, I'm gonna go crazy on this one. Yeah. This is one of my favorite all time. This, this is one of the few movies that I. You're rolling ten. Yeah, I'm rolling a ten on this. Wow. I have. I, I think this is a perfect horror movie. I mean, it's, it's kind of short. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It's short. It's brief. It's to the point. It's innovative. It's funny. All the actors are good. It's scary. There's nothing in this. Nothing this movie does wrong. Really, you know. I mean, maybe yeah. some of it's a little. Unbelievable. Maybe it's a little too quick pace, or maybe you can find some flaws the only, in the yeah. logic. The only thing I thought, I like, it seemed the pacing changed dramatically. Mm. Like he was working, 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 working. We know who the guy is. Boom. Like there was yeah. a lot of setup and exposition. Then, then like the third act came and went really quick because it's it was it's and basically like a ninety minute movie. And that's what it was like. It was cut to seventy five minutes. And, yeah, exactly. And, and I told like, you I was gonna pick a short the movie back, for this know, week. The <laughs> second part, this or the third act of it, really comes and goes yes. very quickly. And yes. That, yes. that's the only thing. The pacing was a bit uneven, but I didn't mind it. It was. I mean, I'm not digging it. I'm just saying. No, you're, it no. was noticeable because you're like. Huh? Yeah, because like, somebody <laughs> said somebody said, "Listen, we got to cut it to seventy-five. Back it off, and you can these, tell. You, know. you got to cut these scenes out. And, then there, and and you know what? There's never been an editor, a longer version of this. So this is like the final cut of this movie. Yeah. This is the way it was, and that's the way they made. At least Dan Curtis made some of his movies, and it I think cool. it's fine. I think it's fine because it's not boring. And I loved seeing the Christmas Story guy and other something else. Darren McGavin, the great Darren McGavin. He's great. Yeah, he was. He's funny. He was very. Yeah. I, and I'm glad I saw Christmas Story first. Yeah. Because it adds to his character. Character, yeah. Like without even you know knowing him really, like knowing him, his acting in that made it better watching him in this. You know, if that and makes you can any tell sense. like the way he's acting, he's a great actor. But that's kind of like it almost seems like it's really him. His personality. Yeah, that's really to him. Some degree. You know? And there's actors that are like that, like classic actors. Like a, I'm not going to compare him to a Bogart or anything like that, but it's in that type of actor where it almost seems like it was his personality his in every style. movie. That's what style. He, that's who he was. It, you know? Yeah. So you know, some character actors ain't acting, and that might be it. You know, yeah. that might be the truth about him. You know, yeah, he's great. Everybody was great in this movie. Anyway, one of my favorites. all right. Well, let's go to a commercial break. Then when we come back, we're going to do about a ten minute talk about the last movie. <laughs> we're at like oh, fifty God, minutes. Yeah. So all right, we'll be right it doesn't back. Matter. It doesn't. That that next movie doesn't matter. you more than Michael Bay missed the mark when he made Pearl Harbor I miss you more than that movie missed the point and that's an awful lot girl and now now you've gone away and all I'm trying to say is Pearl Harbor sucked and I Shitty movie too 
The Outdoor Drive-In Theater, U.S. Highway 17 South, Bartow. It's here, the most daring program ever shown on a motion picture screen. The Mating Urge, 80 ways around the world to make love. Plus the wondrous story of birth. See five babies born before your very eyes, including the actual birth of triplets. Plus Skid Row, a shocking story showing actual victims of VD now running rampant among our teenagers. Don't miss this powerful program for mature adults only. I can't believe I gave my panties to a geek. The female butcher! She killed... 610 nubile versions and bathed in their blood. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. They don't make trailers like that anymore. I keep saying that. And, and you say for you always there's say for a reason. reason. There's yeah. a good reason for you it. You always say there's a reason. And of course, 16 Candles <laughs> yep. with the, ah, with the panties. That's another great movie, actually. And, of course, that, that other thing uh, was the uh, South Park. Michael, oh, well, it was Michael Bay Park. missed okay. the point and Pearl oh, yeah. Harbor sucked. All right. All so, great movies. Yes, very good. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of, sort of. All right, we have about 14 seconds to talk about the second one. That's uh, the doom. Now we got seven, we got seven minutes, so give or nah, take. Really nah, yeah, There's not much to talk about anyway, to be honest with you. Well, basically, this is one of those movies that started in one year and didn't yeah. get done and ended up like in another uh, year. Like they saved Hitler's brain, did the same thing. Yes, like they saved Hitler's brain and, and others. Yeah, and you, you can always tell the part. And so I didn't know this going into it. In fact, there's a lot yes. about this movie I didn't know. I found I stumbled upon this just haphazardly searching around YouTube for a full-length movie. That is hilarious. And I was like, this one looks funny. I'll do this one. I send it because there's, there's another one where there's two names. Yeah. I, I found it under, not the Doomsday Machine. What was the other one? Oh, God. I can't think of the other title. Oh, damn that. it. Whatever. It's like the something death about of the earth the, the end of the earth or the, the day the earth died. Some yeah, kind. yeah, okay. Yeah. Not even close to that, but something. So I pick it out under that name and I send it to Dr. Morbius and I say, ah, this is going to be my pick for the week. And he wrote back, that's that's the one I made for our next creature feature. feature. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, I was thinking that. It, it, the Doomsday Machine was the name of it because I, I hadn't even watched what you'd put ah, together yet okay. other than you showed me the, the, like, the editing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, huh. And I was like, should I even do that? Is that double dipping? I was like, nah, the hell with it. Yeah, I'm going to use yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. So I watched it. We watched it for this week. And uh, boy, what a! <laughs> I, I was I was helped because I watched it, and it, it's basically on one of those Elvira DVDs that they put out, nice. and it's all it's it's a it's a, one of her old shows, and she's hosting it, so it makes it a lot easier. Oh yeah, because this is total like just it, but it, but it, it starts fits, out very but it fits cool because it's an end of end, end of the year, world, end yeah, of, end of yeah, whatever. It With starts a name out like that. total total standard. Like fifty sci-fi. There's a team of people. They're going to Venus. Blah blah blah, and uh, and it's all a bunch of square jaws. And then then 
they take pictures. There, there's like an alluded to uh, people taking over the doomsday. Uh, well, at the, bomb, be- at the, the beginning, bombs. at the beginning, yeah. you see, like it's like a uh, this. It looks like supposed to be in China, and a woman is like uh, jumping over the fence to get into like where the doomsday machine and she does something to trick the guard or like to uh. like, you know like oh she I don't know if she what does she does but anyway she gets into the and she takes pictures of the doomsday machine and so that right. at least we know what it's supposed so it's to be so it's a giant about. bomb then it flash forwards to what part you I was know, talking or, about you yeah. know run by Chairman Mao and then it cuts to like a bunch of astronauts are getting ready to go to Venus yeah. and then and then there's all these sirens going off and they keep pushing up the time. And they're just like, look, we're going to launch in seven, 117 minutes. Now we're kidding. We're going to launch now. So they're walking out towards this thing, the, 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 these astronauts. And a bunch of generals pull up in their gigantic cars. And they're like, no, well, there's been a change. These three young nubile women are coming. And you three are not going. And they're like, that's weird. Shut up and get in the thing. And this is where I take a note in my mind saying, boy, back then, astronauts were very whiny. Very complainy, and they had to ask a lot of questions. <laughs> and you know what you don't do in the military? Whine, complain, or ask a lot of questions. Like, it was just one of those things where I was like, what's going on here, you know? Yeah, so then like they're like going like, you know, okay. Man, who's the women? You, you, so, women drivers. How are you going to fly a plane? You know, so they get in the rocket ship, and there's like seven of them, and like they're all strapped up in their Lazy Boy recliners. Oh, dude, straight up, they just spray-painted Lazy Boys. Like, they spray-painted <laughs> them silver, and I was like, yeah, that's right, and baby. they got their Lazy boys on they got their motor helmets on We're motorcycle helmets on style, man. And, and of course the, the 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 females have their like tight uh you know thing yeah they're a little bit tighter than the males yeah uniforms. thankfully Let's say that thankfully yeah okay the actors in this there's like a lot of well-known people somewhat well-known people mala powers is the russian woman Red-headed Russian astronaut, cosmonaut, who they bring in at the very end. She, her accent changes all throughout the movie. Oh, yeah. Pick one and go with it, honey. It's yeah. not... It's, she goes from New York to, to Moscow to <laughs> Ireland a little bit, I think. And it, 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 she's all people at all times. The two square jaws, which is the captain and, like, whatever the other guy was, is one of them is Grant Williams, who's the... Who's, who was the incredible shrinking man who later uh-huh. turn, in the movie turns into rapey rape man. Oh, my God. He is, like, raping women the second they take <laughs> off. That one girl. They're anyway. in space in 10 seconds. He's like, well, I'm going to grab you a little bit, and then I'm going to go rape you. And yeah. that's like, huh. And then the captain was uh, Denny Miller, who did a lot of television, but he was also one of the, one of the theatrical Tarzans. He reminds whatever. me of who would be the lead for, uh, like, a beach surfer movie. Yeah. He, he looks just like a surfer. The young, the, the young guy, Bobby Van, was like a singer, dancer, actor, slash guy who was there regarding to get popular uh, in the 60s and oh, 70s cool. and stuff like that, who later turned out to be a staple of uh, daytime uh, game shows. Nice. With his wife, yeah. uh, Elaine. I forgot what her name was. And, uh, last name was Elaine something or other, but yeah. yeah. So And this, those two, I alluded to it earlier, those two, I'll tell you what, Rapey and Colonel, I couldn't tell them apart to save I my know. life. They had the same flippy surfer haircut from the 60s they were both tall big strapping beefcakes you know like i could not tell the difference ever from scene to scene i'm like i don't know who who am i hating here am i hating the co-pilot or the captain i don't i couldn't tell who's and then then the other blonde ruda lee with like you know the hair the hair spray lady or whatever with that hair b-52s all day long b-52s you got that they both had b-52s you know except for the younger chick or whatever she was a lot of daytime TV in the 60s and 70s and stuff like that. Yeah, she was another one of those, like, you know, I don't, I don't remember her in too many movies. I remember mostly, like, talking, talking head on television or whatever. So, anyway, they take off, 
And right before they t- they're getting ready to take off, they take off. But during one of the the first break in the in the ship or whatever. Yeah, when they're when they're releasing the fuel tanks. Yeah, like the, there's a there's the older scientist guy. He starts like losing air. He starts like having like something or a seizure or he's losing air. Yeah, just. And, and then the cosmonaut woman, all of a sudden she breaks out. She's like really tries to be very altruistic all throughout this movie. She gets uh, a oxygen tank and they're telling her, no, don't do it. We he's like, clear the air. Colonel Square yeah. Jaw's like, Bruh. he's always, he's frumpy McFrumperson the whole time. Yeah, he's the like, whole time. Yeah. you sit down, Bruh. women, Bruh. you know, he's, he's grumpy. You know, he didn't get enough sleep or whatever. So this is all this manufactured drama, you know, Whatever, like, and, and this is and this is like, and, and there was there was another weird scene in it, like right after they, you know, they the, the fuel thing breaks off, they're okay. They keep telling them when they're out of space, you know, you're gonna be living together, so you know, there's not much privacy. Or have some harmony, yeah. So, so then there's one scene, like right after that, where everything's okay, you know, they're in space or whatever, and then they cut to like the women. Undressing and showering, but there's no nudity. No, no nudity, but know? the one girl, the one that rapey raper man likes. There's a scene where she's like getting ready to like take, you know, take put her shirt on. She's naked from the back, and you're like, oh, I didn't expect that in this sci-fi. Yeah. yeah. And all of a sudden, the two guys come in. And that's where rapey sees her, and he's like, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And she doesn't put on clothing for like three scenes. She's wandering around with a towel she's around like her. She's like a sex symbol in this thing or whatever. And he's like a horn dog. Yeah, and he's boy, like. He's like the most horny scientist or astronaut ever, I think. You Did, know? Now, I don't know if this, I don't know how much of this is true or just was it from camera angles. The sex scene, the sex symbol woman. Yes. Did you notice she fluctuated quite a bit in how her face looked? Uh, no. What do you mean? Okay. Maybe it was the camera angles. It seemed like. Some of the scenes were shot after she put on maybe twenty oh, pounds. Oh, I did see that. She yeah, was she very, a heavy in she some was scenes. very sexy and lo- she like beautiful. Did look heavy. In and some then there was scenes. a few scenes where you're like, is this a different woman? She looks kind of like an old Russian gal. That should be. It might be care. It might be lighting. I guess because like she had a very <laughs> wide face, very big. She looked like she put on twenty or thirty pounds as she walked through the door, kind of thing. And I'm like, it, it doesn't uh, matter because because Grant Williams' rapey still just like oh, he, he first goes in when she's done, she's done with her shower and he like makes the move, but I mean I mean beyond aggressive and she's like pushes him off and he's like you ain't pushing me off, boom, you yeah. know. Now of course this is an older one, so there isn't actual rape scenes, thankfully. Yeah, no, no, no. Just no. it's just the grabby and the pulley and you're mine now and you're a possession. No, no. But, and, yeah. So this quickly transitions into uh oh, the world blew up. Now yeah. that's the whole thing. And th- these are and they're looking at it through the through a viewfinder, the viewfinder, so, yeah. yeah. And and you're seeing the world explode and burn to varying deg- degrees of success from these special effects. I mean, I mean, basically, what they're saying is a Doomsday Machine w- was which the woman took a picture of in the beginning. The woman who was uh, who she wasn't killed by pigtail, but she was the she. We we learned that you can kill by you can kill yeah. through pigtail. Reason number movie. nineteen not to have uh, pigtails. Someone can kill you with your own hair. Anyway, the Chinese set up this doomsday machine for some reason or another. Just to end it all. Just to end it all or whatever. In 1975. And it caused a nuclear chain reaction that blew up the entire world. And then and then they're, they're, all of a sudden they're seeing this in their viewfinder. And then all of a sudden 
of course the earth blows up and this radiation ball comes out and it's going to start it's going to affect the ship yep and it's going to screw up the ship and its attempt to get to venus because they're in, they want to go to venus and they're, they're, the reason they get, they took the women there was they want them to start a new human race on another planet or whatever kind that's of. why that's why they changed it at the last, well, they, last minute well, change but they also said they changed it because they assumed that the doomsday vice was going to happen yes and they had hoped they would be like a Noah's Ark of sorts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Or not right. not Noah's Ark. They repopulate using repopulate humans. Repopulate on another planet or whatever, and then that's where they're going to Venus or whatever. Yeah. So then... The, the radiation uh, yeah. is going to affect the ship. And chunks of the Earth. Yeah. Because the Earth actually yes, physically exactly. blew up. Blew up. I don't yeah. really believe any of that, but whatever. Whatever. At yeah. this point, what part do you stop believe? What, what part do you say, I don't believe that? Yeah, you're watching... Because yeah. they're putting up blankets to, re- to repel the radiation and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So... At this point, they get all they all get flaky in their own way. Yes. Now, again, I don't know how well or poorly I would handle the end of the Earth, but I'm pretty sure I wouldn't react the way any of these people reacted. Like, some cry, which I could see shedding tears. Yeah. You've lost a lot of important things, yeah, memories, love. And then Rapey McRaperson just turns into a total, like, he's snapping at everyone, and what's the point? And, you know, like, none of them react the way I would assume hardened astronauts yeah, with astronauts, lots of trainings yeah. would react. I thought they would kind of sit down. Like at Aliens, if something like that happened, they would sit down and they'd go, all right, here's the brass tacks of it. We're going to get to this planet, and that's the end of it. We figured out how to repopulate using mathematical skills that we're not having, you know... Cousin, or sisters and brothers making babies together. It has to follow this formula. You know, like, this man, this woman, this man, this woman, then this woman and this man's child. It, like, <laughs> it would have to be a very set pattern in the beginning so you don't have uh, incestuous yes. offspring. And yes. that yes. would kind of be important. Well, there's three different men and three different women. Yeah. And then a but I'm saying, like, you'd have to figure that out and it would have to be like, I know you might not love me, but guess what? We got to make a kid, otherwise our families yeah, are. Yeah. But anyway, it's quickly decided that to beat the radiation and the big chunks of Earth flying they, at them, because it's going to screw the the, the yeah. spaceship, so they have to they have to get rid of weight, which is funny because they start throwing away like stereo equipment later to get right. Rid of well, weight. that's what I was going to say. The doctor comes out with like a thing. He's like, "Look, radiation and chunks of Earth are going to hit us very soon." Um, we have to get faster. The only way to get faster is to dump stuff. And, and, and part of that dumping stuff is everything except three humans. And I was like... Um, yeah, he went to the computer and asked... And then he goes to the computer and asked him, which ones do we dump? And yeah. I'm like, that's not how that works. That can't be how that works. You need more than three people to repopulate. Yeah. And again, it's like... Um, but the computer figured out that you can only have three in order to get beat the, the, the whatever, so... At that point, and they're still laying on mattresses. They still had chairs. I'd be like, there'd be a lot more th- yeah. things you could throw out besides humans. The lazy boys would be going out the yeah. door. Yeah, we're going to have to sit down. We're going to have to hold on to something for this re-entry. Hope we make it. Yeah. So, then, Rapey and his, and his love object accidentally get put into an airlock and well, blow themselves up. Well, no, out. no. What happened was that then after that, everybody like is reacting in a different way. She right. gets all catatonic and they have to like IV her to talk, calm her down or do something to her or whatever. And then like Rapey gets all like, you know, freaking, you know, whacked out or whatever. And then when she's back, he decides that he's going to get it on with her, you know, after they find out that they're not going to make it. I, th- I forgot. 
who who the computer decided it was going to make it, but it was three. I think it was the captain was one, the blonde was another one, and I'm not sure who the other person was that was going to make it. But then a lot of them are like figuring out, well, we're gonna we're gonna die. So rapey rape man decided, well, I'm just gonna go for it now, whatever. So he decides to just rape her, and he rips off her top and the whole nine yards. And then, like, they're fighting it out, and they go into, the, like, the dock or the bay or whatever. And as he's there fighting in there, she hits the uh, the door that opens up the uh, the portal or whatever. Right. And they, they kind of get sucked out in a weird scene because they start flying in the air with no gravity. And they start bleeding out of their eyeballs. Mm. And they get sucked out, and then they're done. And then the funny scene that cracked me up was when the rest of the astronauts are in the, in, in the cockpit. They're looking. All of a sudden, they look out the window, and they see them flying out there. And they went, oh, no, it's them, you know? And I'm like... Oh no! Come on! I wouldn't even care. I'd be like, "Well, no, so much for the long goodbye." Now, now Thank one God thing, they're gone. Now, one thing that we did learn in the one scene before all this happened was there's one scene where they're showing all the uh, astronaut women sleeping. They sleep in the raw, so that was kind of exciting, you know, because they didn't seem to have any tops on. They just have the, you know. So I was like, "Oh, okay." So the yeah. astronaut women sleep in the raw. No wonder they got a little excited. So then the captain decides at this point. The captain decides, "Well, look." We're not going to, you know, we're, all of us, the five of us are going to stay in this ship and we're yeah. going to keep going and we're going to, and, and we're not going to let anybody die or whatever. We'll just take our chances. Right. So well, they went, so they're going to take off. And now they decide that they're going to go into the third stage or whatever. They're going to get rid of another part of the ship. But then all of a sudden it's like something gets jammed or something like that. And so, yeah. And then, and so then they just, the, the, the captain goes, well, it's jammed. I don't know what we're going to do. And, and Bobby Van, the young yeah, guy. The one guy says, I'll take care of it. He goes out with a space crowbar. Right. He goes out with a space crowbar to unhook it. And he goes, oh, you only got three minutes left. And then when they look back, the Russian woman who befriended him, who became like them or whatever, yeah. she goes out to help him. And they both like are able to undo the part, but then yeah. the spaceship takes off. Spaceship takes it. off, and they're stranded in space. So now it's just the three, yeah, just flying out or whatever, you know. So they're going, and uh, and the and the other two are sitting there like they're marooned there. They're like, oh, he's talking about all oh, the stars in Central Park. Yeah, well, I've never like, been to Central Park. Yeah, so. I, I'm, I'm Russian, don't yeah. you know? Yeah. So then he goes like, oh, wait a minute, look over there. What a coincidence. There's that Russian ship that got. This that that got they got they lost uh, track of years ago. Let's go on it and see what's on there. I'm going like, wow, there's a lot of happy coincidences yeah. going on in this movie. So they go on there and they like they see a dead old uh, cosmonaut sitting yeah. there. And at this point is when the movie changed because oh, those yeah. scenes were filmed like after the movie was over with that they stopped filming it. This was see these were scenes that were filmed in the 70s well, they, to, they, to try these, to end this movie. These were like intolerable. This this ending... So th- it, this movie turns from what it was to something very strange. You're sitting there watching two people barely move. They're not even looking at anything interesting. They're in right. spacesuits, and you're like, what is going on here? It's so, like eight minutes. So they, Yeah, exactly. So they made contact... In the cosmonaut ship, they made contact with the other ship, which was the Astra. And by the way, if you notice throughout the whole movie, the Astra, there's four different spaceships that are the Astra. They oh, yeah. four different ones. They just couldn't get one model and, like, you nope. know, they just cobbled them together. But anyway, they... And they there was co- also a Pontiac Astra in the 70s that yeah, was a counterpart yeah. to the Vega. Yeah. Uh, the Vega was, like, the, the Chevy version, and the Pontiac Astra was a... Not uh, good cars. I don't know. My mom liked hers. I bet you she went back and drove it now. She'd be like, what a piece of shit. Yeah, the Vega, not good. But any, anyway, so they contact them for a while. Then all of a sudden, they lose contact. And then, like, and then all of a sudden, they, they, the, 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 the Russian cosmonaut ship gets contacted by the planet Venus because they're right there. Yeah, and they're just in this weird 
it's not even like you, there's nothing even happening. There's just no. a voiceover in this weird looking like stop frame. Yeah, and it's tell and it tells the, the yeah. and it tells the people, hey, the other ship is is dead, gone. gone. They're, gone. They're, they're gone. They're gone. And you can't come here. We don't want you. Yeah, we were like, we don't want your kind here. You, you guys blew up your own planet, and we don't want your kind here. So we were uh, the, this was like the voice was the subconscious of all Venusians. Of Venusians, yeah. So like As all if. of Venus was thinking in one thought, and they were like, get out of here and don't come. And then they just hurl it into space. And he was something like, your your uh your quest lies beyond the stars. Yeah. Like and like they just projected them out there. Like almost to set up a second one, but Jesus, yuck! And then at the end, it's the end, or is it? And I'm like, yeah, I, I think it is the yeah, end. This is a terrible movie. Yes. Like the like the, it just it it reeked of like they were writing it the day of filming or something. I don't yeah. even know. They didn't it, have it has any, three directors connected to them, so you can imagine they don't have any plan. There's no consistency. There's nothing. No one to root for, you know. They kind of like say, "Oh, the captain and the one blonde love each other." Who cares? Like we've seen these people for ten minutes, and they're like in love, and rapey's yeah. there, and that guy, and the, you know, there's an old doctor who's like, Arr. it just is a mess from start to finish. Well, one, one of the directors, and this, this is pretty amazing. Whose name I've heard before? His name is Lee Sholem, but they called him Lee Rollum Sholem. He had. 1,300 television and film credits to his career. He directed wow. 1,300 films and or television shows. That's yes. amazing. And sh- probably shorts and serials and commercials and stuff. 1,300. That's a hell of a lot of stuff. Well, he's man. doing one a day, and it can tell. you can tell from the attention he gave this and he, one. And he never went over budget. Gee, no no, yeah. no, no, no clue. No no doubt, huh? What's our budget of this movie? Zero. Okay, we'll start filming. You know, who cares? Whatever. Like, I mean, oh. they, had, they had decent... I mean, not decent. Let's put it this way. They had actors that are known, but uh, not much else. And the beginning of it else. starts out promising. It starts out like almost all the other ones do. Um, yeah, good little, intentions gone bad. Yeah, and that's what, and then that's what literally happens. Like the first part of it, you're like, okay, well, this is standard fare. This is what we've seen a million times in these '50s, '60s yeah. uh, sci-fi stuff. You know, the the team talking to the press, and then the, then they you know talk about all oh, the sadness of leaving our families, blah blah blah. Then they go into space. You know, it just yeah. gets weird after that. Like where they just, I don't know what the hell they were thinking with any of it. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Th- 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 yeah. Anyway, so uh, are you gonna give this movie anything? Yeah, four. I straight up four. Oh, you're it was... giving it. Wow, that's pretty high. I thought you were gonna uh, give it like a two or something. No, I didn't. I didn't hate it. I'll give it a four. I didn't hate it. It was just one of those things where you're like, what's the point? And the ending part was just that was the saddest of all. Yeah. That there was no anything like like there was like the one part I was I'm just sitting here watching this thing and the the, the the scene didn't change and you're not seeing even faces even. You're you're watching two people standing right. in these fake cosmonaut things and you're not even looking at a screen and they're just talking to each other. They're like, well, what should we do? Well, let's follow them. Hey, we're going to follow you now. Yeah. Hey, the power's on. You're like, oh my God. Well, like I said, well, like, I, like I was saying earlier, this movie was shot in 67. They ran out of funds. It was stopped. Yeah. And then somebody in 71 decided, hey, we got this movie. It's almost done. Why don't we try to finish it? And they yeah. did that garbage. They did the last eight If you minutes. could go back in time, you'd say, how about you don't do that? Just let it on the shelf and that's fine. Hey, it's money, you know. I guess it must have played somewhere. <laughs> it should have it went for a while. And then when they ran out of money, there should have just been a thing that said, insert funds here. And then that would have been the end. Well, the, the other thing, too, is they finished it. Because I don't think this thing played theatrically, which I could be wrong. But it uh. probably went straight to television. 
And it was just like, hey, we need to fill time on the Late Show. Or Finish sa- this sa- off. Saturday morning bullshit or... Or, or Saturday like, morning yeah. creature feature or sci-fi theater or whatever. Yeah. Now, this, now, speaking of creatures, this movie will have... Uh, has will be seen in a different form. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, right. Connected with us. But, um, yeah, right, so I'll so give it a four. Yeah, there I'll you have it. Also. One was great. One was yuck. So uh, Such is life. Such is life, I guess. And we're over time, but I guess who cares? You got I, some bonus from us, yeah, you know. Yeah, bonus your, footage. In your, in your cube of, uh, of, of, of excitement. I mean, I guess technically we were only keeping it to the one-hour... Cause format because of, uh, of slice, slice, and and now know. slice is is no doesn't use us anymore, so, so or is not. But it's it's, it's active, good to so. keep it in in, in the around hour, an hour, in, in around an hour. But we may we may um, you know go over stretch here and there. All right, yeah. that's it for today. My name is Mal. With me as always, and we'll see you next week with more cinematic gems for your enjoyment and ours and other, and that's the end.